Okie dokie, folks. Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SC Microphones. I am your host, John Fusick. Today we have singer-songwriter Sarah Potenza. Sarah is a Rhode Island native who now lives in Nashville. Many Rhode Islanders already knew of her immense talent, but she gained national notoriety after performing as a contestant on The Voice. Sarah Potenza, along with Katie Catan and Emily Braden, will be performing at Chan's in Woonsocket on Friday, October 7th at 8 p.m. I don't know how I forgot you I don't know why I was gone so long Fear is a liar free now and I can hear my song I know I was wrong not to trust you but right here right now I got to move on shame is a drug and I was a user But I'm free now And I can hear my song There ain't no crying There ain't no worry Can't nobody Do me harm Cause I'm gonna rise up Rise up singing
Johnny, how are you? All right, how are you? I'm good. There's so many things now. Every time someone calls me, my phone rings in, rings in like six different places. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, what's happening? Make it stop. How's your cat? She's okay. You know, uh, she has an appointment tomorrow. She's constipated, and she's been struggling in the litter box, and we have the care coverage and all the stuff for But she looks really uncomfortable. I don't like it. I'm concerned. So I put her online on the emergency vet that's up the street, but they're, uh, I'm, you know, a significant wait time. So I have no idea if they're going to, they're supposed to call me so I can chat with them and see if it's urgent enough to have to bring her in tonight, which, you know, will just cost me a bunch of money. But I'm a pet lover, and I can't stand seeing her uncomfortable like this. Can't you give her, more, <laughs> can't you give it a, like, X-lax or something? I did. I gave her some uh, Miralax, right? And it gave her the shit. And then the vet said, well, that's because she's got a blockage and the, it's just going around it. Oh. And I mean, she's not normally like, like she literally never goes outside of the litter box and she's trying to use like planters. She's desperate for someone new to poop that she, she thinks the litter box is the problem. Did I she, can't Maybe have she ate something she shouldn't have. She might have. Uh, I don't know. So... I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta deal with this. Cats, yeah. pets, you know how it is. Yeah, well, mine's sitting right next to me, so. Yeah, we, we love them. They're our babies. <laughs> we do anything for them, so I'm just like, so uh, we'll see what they say. I'm hoping I can just bring her tomorrow to her vet, because we pay every month for their, like, plan. We have, like, this plan where they cover all this stuff. She's not, she's not happy. No, I, I can't like imagine it. she would be. I don't want her to struggle too hard. Then she's going to get a hernia, and then I got to deal with that. <laughs> so I'm just like, I can't with this pet. Oh, what can you do, right? That is true. So you you yeah. home in Nashville right now? I'm home in Nashville right now. I'm home until Thursday, and then I fly to Boston with Katie because um we're sitting in with Postmodern Jukebox um at the Rhineman in Nashville on Wednesday night. And so we fly to Boston Thursday morning and have a rehearsal and then have our show Friday. Now, you're playing at Chan's on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. So is it you, Katie, and it's one other person I heard, right? Yeah. Who's the so third me, person? Her name is Emily Braden, and she's a jazz singer from New York. Now, how did you hook up with her? Well, a friend of mine mentioned her to me, like, was like, oh, there's a singer, and you should check her out. And I really liked her. And then Katie also knew and liked her music. So we ended up doing a show with her, like, a year or two ago, maybe a year ago. I don't what is time anymore. In New <laughs> York City. And it went great, and we had a great time. And so we decided to do a, a few more shows together, and we thought it'd be really fun. So we're just going to do it. We're going to do a few more shows together so are you like trying to get the new spice girls or something yeah we're yeah that's right it's, <laughs> we're the new spice girls <laughs> we have um we do have um some matching outfits we love it it's gonna be and we do like a lot of songs together we do a lot of our oh like we do a few solos each a few duets and then a few songs that are all three of us so is ian going to be playing with you of course well I, be, um, I didn't know yeah. if there was going to be room for him because you know no, that's true you've got so many people coming along i mean you know i know well sometimes there isn't like i'm doing postmodern jukeboxes christmas tour and he won't be on that with me because that's them that's I all mean, right I he'll be do, watching hockey ronnie he will be i just do whatever you know is is good to do and um so it's going to be joe Patenz on bass keith munslow again on keys and eric on drums is this the same and, guy from last time yeah i just joe you know i just i just call my cousin joe and say get me this get me a band for this and he does great and so we're gonna have those three guys and then ian on guitar and my friend dave is gonna come up from atlanta and do some guitar because ian and him are best friends and they like to play guitar together so oh, we have cool. a big old band and then the three girls the three of us that so sounds like a crowded stage 
Hello? Hello? What happened? I have no idea. I told you I have these earphones in, and I touched them to tell Ian I was talking to you, but touched my ear, and then they went off. Oh, maybe you t- <laughs> I don't know how those things work. I have a flip phone, so I stay away from that yeah. stuff. Shut the... F- you have a flip phone. I live for you. Yes, I have refused to get a smartphone. This, this seems about right. Yeah. This tracks. This tracks. It's a lot. I mean, it, the, the idea that, like, anyone can get a hold of you at any time. I, I mean, it's it's definitely a lot, you know? I don't want to be gotten a hold of at any time. It's a lot, yeah. It's, like, a little... It's it's overwhelming. Yeah, well, that's... there's a time and a place, and you need your... You need you definitely need to be unplugged a lot. I need to be unplugged, so I, I definitely do not... No, I respect that. I respect that. There are times when I, like, I'm like, I'm going to go do this, and I'm not taking my... I'm not, like... Like I have notifications off on everything, and just Ian's will like go through. He needs me if I have this emergency, but like I really try to do that as well because it's it's a lot. It is. It's too much. I mean, people expect too much out of people nowadays. They expect twenty four seven service from everybody. Oh, it's insane! And like I actually read that the amount of images and information that like we take in in like an hour is more than somebody would take in in like a whole year. Yeah, in like the 30s. I believe it. I believe it. So, of course, we've all lost our minds. Yeah. Well, I didn't have much to start with, so. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were talking about Chans, and then I was saying, how uh, how are everybody going to fit? Because that's seven people on the stage, and we have six in my band. And when we have six in my band, we have I have to set up off to the side on the floor because there's not enough well, room okay. for us. Well, okay. Well, maybe we'll put, listen, maybe we'll put some of the boys on the floor, but Auntie Sarah's not going on the floor. <laughs> That's what I know. That's what I know. Okay? So if the guitar player, Ian and Dave need to stand over on the side and drink scorpion bowls and play guitar, that's fine. But the girls, the, the divas will be up front. Well, that's, and, yes, uh, you definitely need to be. Yeah. You need to be in front of those wild well, we paintings got, of chains. Yeah, we've got bass, drums, keys, and two guitars, and then there's three of us. So yeah, and, and we're big girls. Like, these two girls Big girl, so we're gonna have to put somebody on the side. Maybe we'll put we'll put Joe and Ian and Dave like on each, you know, them on the side. Yeah, I don't know yet. People can feed them golden chicken fingers while we play, but it'll be all right. It's gonna be really fun. Katie and uh, Katie and Emily, they've never been to Chan. Um, Dave has actually played at Chan's before with me, and so it's gonna be a fun experience for them. Last time uh, I brought Katie to Rhode Island, she loved it so much. We had so much fun, and we we ended up after the show at Nickonese, closed the joint down, and went to Oneyville <laughs> at like three in the morning. I'm totally 100 we can't do that this time though because we have a matinee the next day in boston oh geez so well yeah we'll have to get our party on saturday night because our matinee will be over at 2 p.m yeah so then yeah we'll be good to do that but yeah my mother's already uh, my mother's already bought tickets when i took her to see you at the met she was blown away she's she's been following you since she saw you on the voice and she absolutely loves you and as soon as as soon as she found out she would play and she she i didn't even know you were playing yet i hadn't even gotten word of it and she says i bought tickets for sarah already i love her <laughs> oh my god she is so sweet she absolutely John, loves you so sweet she follows oh you on god. facebook I, that is so sweet oh my god well you're a smithfield well, you're a smithfield girl what can I'm i say a smithfield girl doing my thing out in the world and uh, yeah 
you know, we got we we we're really proud when somebody from Smithfield does something, you know. <laughs> well, you know, we've got the yeah, I mean, you and I have the Smithfield connection. We both graduated from Smithfield High School. You know, it's kind of funny because there's a lot of like the music department, I don't know. Did if we it, both ha- we both had Mr. Cleesby or oh, did you have taken Yeah, him? no, I had him. He was Oh my god. He was the reason that I finally got the courage to sing because I always oh I always thought I couldn't sing and so I was sitting talking to him one day and he's you know you know he wanted to know why I hadn't been in in the chorus yet and I said well people told me I can't sing so he asked me to sing for him and I sang for him he says you can sing you're in the chorus and like that's oh as much God. and then I wound up being an all state chorus the next year so it was kind of cool that's amazing yeah so I mean that's he I owe fucking deal that's I, a big deal yeah I owe him my music because without him I never would have pursued music I mean I would have played guitar but I n- never would have sang in public because I was too paranoid just... I owe him a lot myself yeah my parents were getting divorced at the time that I was a freshman and I spent those years were really hard for me and he was really good to me I spent a lot of time in the music department he made me feel good about myself too at, as a teenager which is not easy to do for kids you know no no it's not no he, he's he was the best teacher I've ever had now, when did you, you graduated in, in the 80s? No, I gra- you're going to be so mad. You won't because you don't care about age. <laughs> I graduated in 98. <laughs> 98? <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Okay, I graduated in 79. <laughs> Dad, right? Well, yeah, me and Ian's father have been friends since, I don't know, we were 14 years old, so... Yeah. You know, right. and I, I remember when Ian was born, which makes me feel even older now, so... I don't, he... I mean, <laughs> yes, but, like, you know... Yeah. And it's not exactly like Ian's dad was, like, 30 when he was born. No, that he was in... <laughs> oh, just yeah. graduated it from high like, school, so... Yeah, so... Yeah, I remember I that, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we used to, we used to get in trouble and for some reason sure. daryl always credits me with saving his life one night and i don't remember it but he does so but. I, I don't know about that memory there but yeah he <laughs> no, told, I mean, like, he's told me that several times every time i've talked to him in person he says he always tells me i saved his life i pulled him out of the middle of the street when he passed out in the middle of the street or something i don't know oh my god i don't remember that but he does which is fine but you know i'll take the credit but i don't remember it but then again that was 45 years ago yeah 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 wow so yeah so it's kind of funny how smithfield i don't know if smithfield still has the the chutzpah that it used to have i mean i know that you know we've got coming out of smithfield that i know of we've got steve smith we've got gary st germain who played in riz who's in the rhode island hall of fame and who's in my band we've got amy bedard who's in my band we've got me we've got you we've got uh laney schooltree who's a yeah laney schooltree she was in my class oh she was yeah and and we also have Lanny Dion who's uh out there doing music so that's like right off the top of my head without even thinking those are you know there's a lot of people that Smithfield High School has graduated that are very prominent Mm -hmm. in the music scene yeah so I don't really think any other school can claim that and maybe it's the apples maybe it's the water i don't know yeah i don't maybe it's because there's just nothing to do in smithfield and people are like i guess i'll just go in the garage have a band yeah <laughs> well i used to do that we used to we actually used to play in garages around here so that's yeah, what we used to do. Of course. Yeah, I know. I mean, I remember, well, I mean, back then, this is way, way, way before you, way before Ian. Daryl's father was a drummer, and he used to play drums oh, yeah. for us, so. Yeah, yeah. 
So you 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 uh, you went to Rick afterwards? Is that where you went to? I did. I went to Rick afterwards. Uh, well, actually, first I went to CCRI for music. Now, who did you have at CCRI? I'll tell you, I had um, horrible experiences at CCRI. Oh, geez. I had uh, this woman, and she told me that trying to be a singer with a voice like mine would be like trying to run a marathon with a broken leg. Really? It was really hard. I was. I had a really hard time. Because I had this big rock and roll voice, and they were like, you sing classical. And I didn't, I, it was really hard. It was really hard. Uh, there were a few good ones, but it was, it was hard. Well, and no, I, I understand, was, because when I went to Rick, when I graduated from high school and went to Rick in 79, I went to Rick as a music major. And at that point, you could either be a music teacher or learn to play classical or jazz. And I wanted to be a rock yeah, that, star. That's exactly what. I, the program that they still had to the day when I had it. Right, and, right. I, and I ended up it, quitting. I ended up quitting after like I ended up quitting as well. Yeah, it just made me really discouraged. Yeah, and, that's what happened to me. Uh, yeah, it was a bummer. There's a lot more to the foundation of music than just classical and jazz, and if you're like, well, that's what you have to learn, because those are the only things that are correct, like, that's bullshit. Right, and that was right. really, really hard. That was really hard on uh, on me. I went to CCRI for a couple years, though. I didn't know what, I mean, I was very lost at the time, and I did my best, and then I went to and I ended up switching majors to musical theater because at least in musical theater, I could get on stage. Right. And I didn't, I liked it because it reminded me of Cleesby in the high school and everything. Right. And I could sing roles that. Now, were you in an operetta? Oh, yeah. Which one I were was, you in? Oh, or which ones were in you in? Pirates of Penzance. Oh, cool. Mikado, and then I was the sorcerer in The Sorcerer. Oh, I was in that girl. one. I was in that one. And in I high got school. to play John Wellington Wells. I was the only girl that ever played a guy lead role. And then I was in Iolanthe. Really? And, um, wow, yeah. you were in all the good ones. I got all the good It was yeah. great. We had a great time. I love Gilbert yeah. and Sullivan. And he was the reason I love Gilbert and Sullivan, because he introduced us to it. Yeah, because who would have even... I mean, we. I would have never known what that was. Right, right. Like, okay. But yeah, so Rick... I went when I went to Rick. I liked musical theater, and I could sing the roles that their like older women would sing. Right. Because of my voice, but when I got out of like school, like they had actual older women to sing those parts, mm -hmm. and I wanted to play my own music. And actually, the reason that I started to play guitar and become a musician and a songwriter was because of John Tierney. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I went to the green room snookers i remember one that night. yes i remember that place in like 2002 maybe and he was playing there and the way that he sang and the songs he sang that he wrote like blew me away i was so inspired and we became friends we uh had a had just a crazy crazy friendship it really inspired me i i got a guitar and learned to play and learned to write songs because of him and i mean i was really i was even though I hadn't spoken to this guy in I don't know how long, when he passed away, I mean, I was tore up. You know, a right, lot of, right a lot of people were about that. That was, yeah. that was tough on a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was really inspirational to me. We just had a connection that was rare, and we really adored each other. Hmm. So it was sad. But it was very, he was very, that was very inspirational. And then my first ever time playing guitar in front of people and singing and doing any of my original music was at the custom house ah, they, remember, remember the open mic they I used to have? the custom house yeah that was yeah a, i loved the custom, I house. Remember the custom house that's that's one of the first ones i did a long time ago back in the way back <laughs> yeah it was like 20 years ago for me for I me it was like that open 40 mic. 
Did they have an open mic back then? Oh yeah, it was actually it was it was it was going during the mid eighties, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that went on back then. It was it took a while. Like back then, you really had to like it wasn't easy to find stuff. You know, you had to really like connect yeah, with I people bet. and find out things through the grapevine. Because when I started out there playing, I didn't really know. But I was... John, you have a flip phone, so you probably still have to do that. <laughs> well, I, I do things on the computer. I just, I just don't want to be a phone zombie. I'm really. I feel you. Well, trust me. Trust. Well, let's put it this way. I'm, I'm looking for a new truck right now because my truck is having. Yeah. I'm, and I'm looking for a truck that's a five-speed with crank windows and no, like, no power oh, or anything. So good luck with all that. Yeah, it's really hard because I'm really. I'm not a luddite. I just am not fond of all this frilly technology. I just like simplicity. So you do. You yes, do. I do. And I that's good. I think that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I like I like simplicity. That's part of the reason I I think I tend to stick to acoustic guitar too. I like acoustic guitar. You just like it, yeah. I like the simplicity. Okay. I like the immediacy of it. I don't have to plug it in. I mean, I plug it in on stage, but if I want to play it, all I have to do is pick yeah. it up and play it. I don't have yeah. to do anything it's else. Real, it's real. It's wood and strings. And right, right. That's it. Yeah. So, so and if uh, something breaks, pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. So, when did you connect with Ian? We met at Gallagher Junior High School. Really? Yep. We met in high school. We were high school sweethearts. We had a crazy, awful breakup after high school. I moved to Chicago. I remember when you moved to Chicago. Yeah. And I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know him after that for like six or seven years. And then we reconnected when I was living in Chicago via MySpace. Really? MySpace. That shows, that takes you back. That takes you back. I miss it. I miss put. You know what I miss? I miss putting people in that top eight. Uh-huh. And then you like take people out of it. I just I miss it. What was the goofy? <laughs> what was the goofy guy's name whose picture was Tom. always there? Tom. You couldn't. You couldn't Tom. delete Tom. You just could not you get rid of time. Tom. You were friends with Tom. Well, I, I I think Tom was probably better than Zuckerberg, though. You know. I didn't. I liked Facebook. I mean, uh, in so, whatever my MySpace. I liked it. It, had, it was focused on music in a way. Right. Yeah. I, I used to have all cool MySpace and... page. In fact, the first Forever Young T-shirt had a MySpace website. So. Yeah, my first poster. It's a Sarah Potenza band poster. I still have, and it has my MySpace. Right. Like that's what's on it. Yeah. Now would was. The Tall Boys, your first band, or is that Sarah Potenza, then the Sarah and the Toy Tall Boys? So I originally did Sarah Potenza. It was just me, Sarah Potenza. Then it morphed into Sarah and the Tall Boys when I got into like country music and Americana, and I did that for a while. And then it morphed out of that when I when I moved to Nashville. I got here and I was like, "This is great," but it's not like. I'm not an I'm not an Americana artist like these people. Right. Like I'm very fringe and I want to do my own thing. And so then I just started doing my Sarah Pretenza solo thing as just Sarah Pretenza. That's been by far the most successful thing. Although Sarah the Toy Boys was pretty cool and had its own its own vibe. It was very like fun, like bar band, but like elevated. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. like like dance, fun dancing, swinging. So I have the but CDs. I, yeah, you were so good to us. The first CD. I remember you were like, somebody gives you a CD and it's like a friend. You're like, oh no. <laughs> and then you like, but then you liked it. <laughs> yeah, well, it is tough. I mean, you know, That's I know so a lot of tough. people. I mean, I know so many people that are musicians, and sometimes, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, okay, I'll listen to it. But it's like, oh. yeah, and I'm sure because you're a writer and you you do stuff people are always oh, asking yeah. you for favors and oh, you're yeah. just like you're just like oh no yeah, oh, yeah. that's no. tough yeah it is that's tough, a really so. tough 
people ask me for like stuff all the time, like to like help connect them with the voice or an opening spot. And sometimes they're great and I do, but other times I'm like, Oh no. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then you went I on the voice, you went on the voice yeah. and that experience was interesting for you, wasn't it? You know, I look at, I, I, I loved it. I have nothing negative to say about it. I, I it was, it was really fun. It was a, it was a, uh, you know, bucket list thing for somebody who grew up watching Star Search. I got to do that. My dad got to be there and it was really special. It did nothing but help me. So I, I really have no complaints. hardest part of it was my own trauma and past stuff kind of getting in my way because when you're in, involved in something that intense all kinds of stuff is going to come up for you like am I good enough can I you know all that self-talk I mean this, you're on a huge stage so I really learned a lot about that and about myself with that and then and then when I did AGT it was like no big deal I was like okay whatever well it just it just kind of solidified that what people already knew that you were a very good performer and you oh, had a great thanks. voice so yeah it was very validating for me and it helped me 
gain a lot of fans and also like a lot of validity in terms of like just being able to like email somebody and have them email me back yes, <laughs> you know true. like industry industry contacts and things yeah like that's that that's tough i mean that is a tough thing that i deal with constantly is trying to get people constantly. like that to email me back about music mm-hmm. stuff, so and then you can put like from nbc is the voice and america's good talent and the subject of the email they'll at least read it right right so, well it's it's it was, helped you because it's you know definitely uh raised your your visibility and mm-hmm. and especially in rhode island rhode islanders you love to cling to their their own here and when you know when there's something rhode island they're like oh my gosh she's one of us i know that was really really that's been really cool to like be able to like i don't know i'm just really proud of where i'm from and be able to like represent in some small way rhode island is really special to me now how many solo albums do you have on two under the under sound um, two full-length solo albums on the name and um my next project is singles because that's what people want now is that the way it's we'll going now? Well, you're not going to like this, John. You're not going to like it. But everything's about Spotify. Yeah. And it's all about people and their, their shitty little attention spans. Yeah, that's And it's So in order to deal with that, one of the things is putting out singles. But I, I actually like it because when you put out an album, and there's a tremendous amount of money and artistic output and work and administrative and all that output all at the same time it takes you you know a year to like make something like that or two years or three years and then you put it out and it's out and mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like it has a little bit of a pop around it and excitement for like a month or two and then you know so with the singles it kind of like there's a much lower investment in that and you get more out of it because you get that same amount of pop you get that same amount of like new song and the other thing is like artistically with an album I'd always try to like write for the album right. and be like this is the write song that goes with this album but with singles it's been kind of cool as a writer because a lot of times i would write stuff that i wouldn't put out because i didn't feel like it was right for that album but now with singles it's just like a one-off so you can express one kind of song and then turn around and express a totally different kind of song a couple months later as a single and that's really been very freeing for me yeah, I, I, that's true. Yeah, I get that part of it. You know, and and it's kind of cute. It's you write something and then you can give it to people right away instead right. of having to like wait for years. You can just put your art out there, and that's nice. Now, were you doing videos with these two, or just the audio? I'm, I'm not sure yet. So some of them will have videos. I'm sure. I'm not sure 100 percent which direction I'm going to go in. It depends on finances. It depends on if I get these on like a label and they're committed to pushing me and helping me with that, or if I have to go it alone i might create content for them but here's the thing videos are not as expensive as they were oh, which no, is actually really, really that's a really good thing get it's in to learn know. how to do them and you can do them himself no it's terrible i trust me no it's enough <laughs> you tried that <laughs> i actually do them most of the editing and all that stuff like i'm pretty good at that but um but you could have somebody you can do it most videos now are just like social media shit well they're on so there because of that people do them on their iPhones. Yeah, so people don't have like the ability to really consume a narrative video like they used to, right? So unless you're like, I don't know, like it was the 80s and you were Michael Jackson and you were making some narrative video that had a story and that had its own dance and it was its own, like it, it, you're not going to get in return on your investment what you want. So the, the, the thing is we live in a TikTok world. So it's like make the videos and keep it simple and put them on YouTube and Make another video and keep it simple. People, honestly, even though it seems more complicated with all this stuff, people are really like now uh, into like simple song, simple song, simple chords, simple shit, and like simple video. They just want to hear you sing. 
and they just want to hear your voice. It's it's really actually kind of refreshing versus well, like that's good. Yeah, like when you think about like Sam Smith, for example. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, but his that oh won't you stay with me the whole song is like four chords and just a little bass and drums and keys mm. so like the simplicity of some of that stuff to me is really beautiful and has been kind of a revelation in music since really complicated yeah so let's talk a little bit more about the show at chance tell me more about i uh, do you expect a lot of hometown friends in there your mother I expect a lot of always expect a lot of hometown friends it's going to be awesome um you know my folks will come out and that's really fun and i just like it's going to be a really fun show big voices big singing big diva show just really cool, really fun show, and I, I think I think everyone's gonna really like it. I mean, well, I like I said, that. after we after my mother saw you at the Met, she was she was blown away. She was just she she just raved about you for a long time after that, and just always talking about you when she sees you on Facebook. She's like she's so impressed by your so talent. So sweet, John. But it, it it's mom's mom's love. Well, it's, it's true, a good though. thing. I mean, it's it's, it's a great thing. Yeah, I mean, everybody has a a, a demo demographic and and you have a demographic that definitely latches on to you and and is well i really love my music right like it, it speaks to women like when i look at my instagram or my whatever i'm like whoa like i have mo like most of my followers like 78 percent of my followers are women wow yeah i think well, women just really identify with the music that i make because the music that i make is about my experiences as a woman right you know so. in this world i mean that's what i identify with so it yeah so i think it really resonates especially for people that have like been through some tr any kind of trauma or any shit like that i mean i i really work out a lot of that in my songs and so i think people people like if they like that you know hmm. uh anything you want to say to try to encourage somebody besides women to come out <laughs> <laughs> maybe get some if new you fans you want to get some new fans out there to fans, see you if you like if you like big singing if you like demons if you like the show the voice if you like vocals if you're gonna love the show it's a real it's really entertaining it's really fun and I think, I mean, personally, I think there's nothing like, like seeing uh, somebody like in person, like live music, and then seeing like someone who can really sing, like th there's three of us. So I right. mean, it's, it's, it's really fun. And all each one of us is our own kind of unique singing style, but we're all like equally good at singing. So it's really cool. If you, if you like big singing, you're going to love this show. Well, I can, I can let people know that it's going to be a great show. Having seen you and know you and, and knowing Ian and knowing what you've been doing over the years they're gonna walk away from that show and go wow that was amazing yeah it's gonna be a wow oh thank you we're gonna have fun and we're just we want to give people something to walk away from like when you walk away from a good movie right and you're and like, oh, man, that's exactly that. what they'll do they will walk away from that and they'll have some chinese food at the same time <laughs> i love it too i will too i want those golden chicken fingers Try those up for me. Oh, you see, you. I guess you've got your your menu all picked out already. I do. <laughs> I like to. I like to. Um. I like to pre-pick out my menu. I don't know why. I. I just. You know why? Because I love that kind of Chinese food. That was just American Chinese food, and I. They don't actually have that down here in Nashville. Really good. Yeah. They have it, but it's not the same. Right. Like it's not. It's not. The Rhode Island's food is so far superior to the food like in. in well, down here, it's, I'm sorry. It's just, it, it's I, just, it's, I do get it because when I go to the play up in New Hampshire, I go play up in New Hampshire a lot, and I've I've had pizza. pizza. I've had yeah, pizza. Terrible. It is the pizza, and I had a. I had like a eggplant sandwich. I was like, oh my gosh, dude, what, is what is this? Yeah, dude, Rhode Island, 
the food here is so much. I know. I think we're spoiled. I really do think we're spoiled. No, you're insanely spoiled. Bon Appetit magazine said Rhode Island is the best food in the whole country. I believe it. And it it. really, like, I mean, it's because you have such the Italian population there. Like, they won't put up with bad food. If your restaurant's not good in Rhode Island, you'll close. You won't look because people just won't buy it. Right. They just know good food. They know good food. Exactly. Well, you'll be, you'll get good food and you get great music. Oh, I will. So, all right, Sarah. Well, thank you so much, Sean. All right. uh, Telly and I said hi. I will. I hope your cat's okay. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
think I told you that I feel out of place. Pull me underground. Don't know if you notice. Sometimes I close my eyes and dream of somewhere else. Anywhere away from here. Anywhere away from here. Anywhere away from Okie dokie. Thanks to Sarah Potenza for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. Sarah Potenza, Katie Kadan, and Emily Braden will be performing at Chans in Woonsocket on Friday, October 7th at 8 p.m. The band will also include Sarah's husband, Ian Crossman, as well as Rhode Island's own Keith Munslow and Joe Potenza. For more about the show, diva your way over to ChansEggRollsAndJazz.com. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor. R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Grace Ale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 